Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Two men. Two missionaries. Two men who love missionary. On a quest against good and evil. Will they succeed? Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. Welcome to series... What is it, Flats? Quick, tell me. <laughs> Don't know. thought you would know. Series <laughs> number six. Series six. six. We're back. Bigger. Better. Shorter. Hungrier. Are we going to do it Shorter. Hungrier. I'm, hung- I'm not as hungry. I'm, well, I'm bigger. You should be hungrier because you've got an extra mouth to feed. What's gone on? What Whoa. have you done? How'd that happen? Ooh. How come we didn't know about this in the last pod? Um, mate of mine just called me and said, I didn't know you are having a baby. I said, well, weirdly, I mean, I hadn't spoken to him for a while, but weirdly, what, like I don't put every months. single thing I'm ever doing online. I Unless mean, you might think it. I do, but I don't. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> well, you paid for a baby? No. Yeah, a sponsored baby. Probably why it wasn't online. <laughs> It's a sponsored baby. You were like um, Sonia. Well, not you. Um, your girlfriend. Uh, fiance. I don't know. Must be a fiance girlfriend. now. Girlfriend. Oh, no, what, well, you didn't even propose when she gave birth? No. From like a really old ring that Neither your grandmother she. had. Neither did she. Um, anyway, you're like Sonia from EastEnders. No one knew she was pregnant. She gave birth on her own. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I never understand those stories. Mm. Like, I did ask the midwife about that and said, how does that stuff happen? And she, she was basically like, well... If someone's really, really big, mm. you you actually you wouldn't know the difference to look at them because they kind of are they are continually growing anyway. Yeah, like you and could carry said, a baby about... and no one would know. Correct. Yeah, and I said I might be. I mean, I might be. <laughs> um, and the midwife said that I said, "What do you do if they're really, really big?" And she said, "That is difficult because 
you have to basically, and she's like, there's no two ways about it. You have to be blunt with them and say, right, someone needs to lift that gut out of the way. Someone has to pick it up and lift it out of the way. Midwives call it, it becomes a really gut, difficult. do they? Well, she might have said stomach or something, but okay. you've, got to li- you've got to lift it out of the way. So I took off all my clothes and went spread eagle on the bed and said, would you have to do that if it was me? She said, no, you're fine. And I felt great. By the way, you've got a raccoon between your legs. <laughs> <laughs> What's that ferret doing? Goodness me. Dead Alsatian. <laughs> Get a bit of bleach Fido. on that. Fido, come here. Come Get, by. Come by. Get some bleach on it, quick. <laughs> we did have, a, did have a player at Bath who... Um, who I think did a bleached, he bleached an area. He bleached an hair. area. Hair. Let's just say hair, okay? Because this is yeah, it, a podcast I know it for everyone. clean, but he, he, he had a treatment because his um, new girlfriend worked at a beautician's. Yeah. And he had a few various treatments. And he and it, that was all fine. And he said, I've tried it, lads. Didn't like it. And it's rubbish and whatever. And I tried it for a laugh. And then the one thing he did like was having his eyebrows properly shaped. And he looked absolutely terror. Mm. By all means, pluck your eyebrows if you've got rogues and that sort of stuff. But, Men should not be having their eyebrows shaped. They just shouldn't. It makes them look like plastic dolls. David Beckham does. Mm, okay. He's not a man. He's a superhero. Anyway, right. What have you had? A Girl. boy? Okay. Girl. Named her after uh, Hoover. Yeah. Named her after Hetty Hoover. She's mm. called Hetty. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Saw the photos. Well done. Mark Durden-Smith will hate me saying this, but he said, are you texted me and said, are you spelling it with an I-E or a Y? I said, a Y. And he said, chav. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know why. Oh, that's like Carl with a K. <laughs> <laughs> it's like our mate, my mate Baz, isn't it? With two Zs. Just don't get it. Uh, I don't get it. I, like love the, I love the photo you sent me on the birth. You had your hair really long, didn't you? Oh, yeah, look like Willie Thorne. Super long at the sides, nothing on top. I was like, oh, come on, mate. That's my like... girlfriend likes that. She honestly likes it. Really? Yeah, she likes it. She made... I said, I'll shave my head, I'll shave my head more now because Shanks keeps calling me Willie Thorne. <laughs> She's like, oh, I prefer it when you grow it out a little bit. Who would have known like her that. celebrity crush was Willie Thorne? Who would have known? Who would have known? Uh, yeah, you sent me a very funny video on that. Um... <laughs> it was the end of The Bodyguard, wasn't it? And I saw a guy who looked exactly like you, had the hair exactly like you. I found it a bit, because I've known you so long, it was all right. But if anyone else had texted me asking for a breastfeeding picture two hours after the baby was born, it would have felt weird. Because it was you, it was all right. Didn't have to ask, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Also true. (laughs) Only too happy to share. That's why you're my mate. (laughs) Yeah, grow up. Oh, anyway, um, how was she? How's had, mother and daughter? Good? Yeah, yeah they're great. They're oh, great fella. good, good. How are you? Um, cherish it, cherish it. Have you had any more? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've, I've had the kids all weekend. Mm. Oh God, how was that? She left me again. No, she went out to <laughs> she, she travel lodge again. Um, oh, it's okay. It was okay. Um, just had a lot of sweets, mate. Yeah, yeah. You a lot of ice cream, a lot of sweets. Keep them high, keep them high. Mum, mummy gets back, let them crash. Wife came back yesterday and said, "Has he had much rubbish?" No, no, just no. nothing green for three days. <laughs> <laughs> well, except Haribos, the green ones. Kept giving him little drumstick sweets. He's going, "Oh, thanks, Dad. That's a good idea." <laughs> <laughs> so I could watch the rugby yesterday. Yeah, shut up, mate. Shut up, mate. Ah, yeah. Um, so anyway, what have you been up to? Oh God, fella Magello. We went on holiday. Uh, just. 
just down, just down, not just a staycation. Um, actually, I think staycation is where you stay at home, isn't it? A UK holiday is where you go. Uh, so I went down to Devon and... Ah, it's um, not a holiday. No, it is. It's not a on... sensatory. It's not an all-you-can-eat buffet. No, but we, you know... It well, you is... get the cheesecakes, for the, you know, the cheesecakes and dessert and they're not even like digestive biscuits. It's just soft sponge at the bottom and it throws you. No, I'm not into that. Mm. I did an all-inclusive in Corfu about 10 years ago and I'm up for all-inclusives. I've done some good ones. It's like your last time abroad. And it was like, yeah. And it was like, did it. And I was like, this is, this might be a really cheap holiday, but mm. um, I'm afraid I can't. Like, I'm not that picky but I was like this food is so bad that we ended up having all, all inclusive and going out for dinner seven nights out of seven it was rank mm. absolutely rank ah, you went to the wrong one mate. Um, yeah I know there are good ones there are good ones I've had, I've had some good ones anyway um, holiday in Devon yeah holiday in Devon and it was just settling down to um, barbecue on the beach we had a load of load of saucy songs a load of you know full basically a big box from Field and Flower and then uh, <laughs> excuse me oh you're, up. You're, t- you're sounding more and more like dirt. Oh, I have some saucy songs. <laughs> anyway, we had a load of food ready and just cracked the sun cream, cracked open a beer. We had our mate Golly delivering some lobsters over in a bit and everything oh, was great. Lovely. And then boom, water's broke a month early. Holiday <sighs> over. Oh. Holiday over, boy. So I had to offload the kids to the Grucox and the Pals. And basically, I did see them again, but didn't see them much for the next week. They had the time of their lives, just sleepovers every night. Were you panicking? With other people. Were you under and pressure? Get to the car! No. no. I was very relaxed. I thumbed oh, really? a lift off a ah, wow. bloke because I was across the water and our boat was picking up someone else. Yeah. Powerly gone to pick up. Dan says, like, right, I thumb a lift and I went down to the boat and said, look, mate, you don't know me, but any chance give me a lift back to the car park? Mm. And he was like, oh, hello, Flats, I'm a Chiefs fan. It's like, legend. He was on his ribeye boat. Lovely stuff. And I was like, right, mate, this, we can do a rugby Q&A on the way back. Can you give me a lift? And he's top bloke. So now very relaxed. Done yeah. it with four boy. Done yeah, it's the third so. time, isn't it? Of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, Although two kids two is like having two having kids. That. Three's like I'm yeah. fifteen. Yeah, but but yeah, like although two weeks in, my girlfriend did say, "God, you know what? I really miss being pregnant." So mm. I threw her out the window. But no, you don't miss being pregnant. You really don't. Me thinks don't. there you could think be another one by the end no, of you this know, series. Blokes, all the blokes listening are like, you'll be having a fourth, mate. You'll be having a fourth. It's like, I, I actually, I'll say here on the podcast now, I bloody love having kids, as you know. I love having a baby. But three's enough for me, boy. I uh, say that. I don't want to get a van. I don't want to have to get a van. A Mercedes one. I don't want to get a van. Um, mm, I've already yeah. ordered a seven-seater, and that's grown up enough for me. Have you? Yeah. What Range Rover, Land Rover comes in seven-seater? Discovery. I'm getting Defender. Oh, nice. Um, I met a lady who we'll deals with all the sponsorship work, for Land Rover um, on Friday. Oh, yeah. Is it Debs? Is it Debs? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know Debs. Yeah. She's great. Yeah. yeah. We had a good chat yeah, about you. Lush. Good stuff, yeah. Ah, so it's all fake, you, you said good stuff. You, you taught me up. You it's taught me fake. up. So you're driving around yeah, in true. loads of cars, other brands, doing the dirt. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. You are, yeah. you are Land Rover through out. and through, mate. I hope they never find out about my Lamborghini sponsorship. Nightmare. Yeah. Um, Hey, so fella, Mm. so that that look, my summer was curtailed uh, with joy with a one month early baby. It was it was it was joyful, uh, and it's great. Uh, But tell me about your summer, boy. Uh, Not a lot, boy. Really. Um, Been to Pepper Pig World, didn't you? Oh well, yeah, actually, I did. I went to Pepper Pig World. Loved it. 
Um, went to Harry Potter World. It was brilliant. If you're a Harry Potter fan, that is. Oh, is it really good? Yeah, it is really good. Kids loved it because, well, I only took the oldest two, 12 and 9. Crap names, I know, but <laughs> they've, watched, they've watched all the Potters. So that was good. Um, went to Chessington World of Adventure. Um, What's that like? I was stung, mate. Stayed in Chessington, a hotel there. Mm. It was a nice hotel. There we go. But they said, if you stay in the hotel, we'll open up the park an hour early for you. Brilliant. So, also had fast passes. I paid extra for fast passes. Standard. <laughs> Got there at nine o'clock. No rides open. Like, you just walk around for an hour till ten. No. When the rides up. Yes, David. Dicks. Yes. That's what I thought. Exactly what I thought. Um, nowhere right. to get so breakfast. It's funny. The first thing you said is when I asked what it was like, you said, I got, we got I got stung. And if you ask me, Tommy, if you ever ask me about Legoland, I will say to you, I got stung and I will never go back. I give up shafted, on Legoland. Absolutely yep. shafted in there. Hated yep. it. Yep. Agreed, mate. I've been once and that was enough for me. Um, so after 10 o'clock, it was good fun. I just, I'm not too keen on white knuckle rides and fast rides. I sort of, I've got to, scan the rides while I'm queuing up to go in to f- work mm. out where the camera is and then I sort of close my eyes grip hold of the sidebars and then open them for the camera and smile like I'm having a great time yeah but really um, it's killing me you see that video going around of that woman who um, was on the roller coaster and her she was and her dress blew off her shoulders basically and she was topless for the whole way around no uh, that's really inappropriate. Send it to me. With, I did a thing with I did a thing with Channel Five with Dirders a couple of years ago, like a promo thing, an advert for the program, and it was like they knew that I had a phobia of not a phobia, but a genuine fear of heights and that sort of stuff. My dad, my dad, actually had a horrible accident with my little brother on a roller coaster. Like it sounds like a movie. I made, it actually had a horrible accident years ago, yeah. and it derailed, and it, you know he snapped, he broke his hip, and all sorts of stuff. It one bloke lost his arm, I think. It was horrendous. Anyway. So I, I don't want to go on those things. And they thought it'd be hilarious to set up an advert where we're on roller coasters. And I was mm. like, guys, I genuinely don't like them. It's not like, oh, I'd rather not. It's like, I hate these things. And they didn't really, so it's a one minute and 20 second ride or whatever it was. I got on, not really that keen to speak and got back. And I'm just like dripping with sweat through yeah. fear. And it was quite a chilly day. And they were like, uh, you really don't like these, do you? So I know where you're coming from. It's well, unpleasant. Well, your dad's a psychologist. So what I'd say to you, Graham, is practice what you preach, mate. <laughs> what? Well, you're not... Get over it. Yeah. He's all right. I mean, no, you're scared of rides now because of what went on, you know, with your dad. Yeah. So... PTSD, although I wasn't there. Um, I did pop up um, to okay, well, had- Loch Lomond, um, Variety, the children's oh, charity. Yeah. Bill Sangster um, really looked after us, so we had a nice little yeah. house... Um, just up the road, had a jacuzzi in, um, filled, filled, well, the fridges were filled full of red wine, white wine, San Miguel, um, and went round Lot Lomond on the charity day, one under gross. So, what's gross? You do the math. Um, look in the mirror, mate. Shot, did you? Look in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what that's, is it? That's what's prior gross? to your handicap. It's prior to your handicap, so... I don't know what that means. Um, so I got a handicap of seven. So gross uh, was one under. Net would have been um, eight under. 
Yeah, exactly. If you've got a handicap of seven. Mm. So say the course is 72, you went round in 71. 78. Pri- 71 prior to my handicap. Yeah, but actually you played 78 shots. No, I didn't. I played 71 shots. But that's just one understander, isn't it? If it's yes. a 72 par yes. course. Yes, exactly. Oh, so you're eight under your... That's eight under... Yep. One, eight yep. under your handicap. Yep, you got it, boy. Okay. You got Say it. Say that then. Yep. Well, I, I'm trying to give you uh, correct terminology, you know, so people who play golf and understand. But basically, guys, I was bloody awesome, all right? And I still didn't win it. Still didn't win it. Still didn't win the individual. Andy Ward, won. Ulster, won it. Off 18. 40. Yeah, Andy off 18, which is, um, you know, I'd like, oh, to see a handi- I'd like to see a handicap certificate, please. Bandit. Um, I I um, won't say his name because yeah, I haven't asked him, but I've got I know a guy in Bath who uh, I saw earlier, and he's in town, and he's he sold his business a while ago for a very 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 large amount of money, and things gone well. And I was like, "So are you still busy Keezy. grafting?" And he's like, "And he's like, no, why Ke- would I?" Keatsy? No. no, not Keatsy. Oh. So I was like, "What? No, why would I?" I said, "Well, you hear all these stories of the most driven people in the world just never stop," and he's like, "No." I worked really hard for about 15 years and I sold it, made tons of cash. Why would I go to work? He's like, I play golf every day. And I was like, well, what if it's raining? He's like, well, some days I have a day off if the weather's really bad, but I played 10 rounds last week. Hmm. He said, and he goes, he basically goes, he gets his mates together and four or five times a year, he takes them to the best golf courses in the world. He's got top 100 courses in his mind and he's ticking them off. Yeah, it's kind of stuff I would do. It's nice um, that, isn't it? Once this podcast is sold, you know, we have can retire, basically. Um, yeah. I'll ask him if he wants it. I'll ask him if he wants golf it. Golf is like a cult. It's like CrossFit, but without the nauseating um, chat. What you find is that until someone tells you they play golf, you wouldn't know because they look. you don't have to be big and strong to play golf um, or fit. But actually, you do find that golfers mention it less than crossfitters do oh. yeah well it's easy to know who does crossfit in the room because they've told you already they've got massive traps they've got massive traps um laurie Cantor finished second of the bmw pga well done laurie yeah uh, well done laurie our kid. really well good done, mate. really good last round real well really good four rounds really just came short but phenomenal i'm mostly play. pleased for eddie mcdonald my mate who sponsors in bath granite and marble I'm mostly mm. pleased for Eddie Mac. I mean, yeah, Laurie, fine. But I'm pleased for Eddie because he's been there since the start. That would be, um, I don't want to be crude about it, but that would be quite a big day for Laurie, wouldn't it? Like, that would be quite a nice paid day. Yeah, I think it's the flagship of British golf events, apart from the Open. It's sort of quite high up. On, what, yeah. what, what did he come second in again? BMW PGA. Okay. European Tour tournament. But JCB, BMW, PGA. But it's a big NFI. tournament. It's a big tournament. Uh, a lot of... Really famous players were there playing. Oh, well done, um, Yeah, so he did really well. I remember, um, by the way, I remember... Um, that was good. I remember Eddie Pepperell saying, Laurie's the sort of golfer that when he gets it, when it clicks, he will stay good yep. because he's so consistent and he'll get there and he reckons he'll stay there. So I really hope he's right. And he's just been able to relax a lot more now just watching serial killer documentaries at home. So it's really helped yeah. him um, chill out yeah. his mind a little it's bit. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, get a it's little fixed now. you think... On the one hand, my life isn't too bad because I'm not a victim of a serial killer and I'm not a serial killer with that hanging over me and wondering if I'm going to get caught and spend my life in prison. On the other hand, there could be one who lives nearby and might come to my house. You know. Have you been watching Vigil on BBC? Yeah. What's wrong with it? You don't like it for some reason? That's no, oh. all right. All right. It's all right. Okay. It's not 
it's, I, it's not. I don't think it's brilliant. It was quite a good episode last night. Did yeah, I haven't seen that night? one yet. Oh, no. Okay, oh, it was a good one last night. Um, I've been watching that. I've also watched. Uh, well, I've got a little bit more to go on Turning Point about nine eleven. Oh yeah, I need to start oh, that. It's, there's a lot of times I've got to look up to the ceiling, so I look away, start thinking about happy thoughts. Uh, it's just it's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. Um, obviously, uh, just more to do with people's actual accounts um, when they're speaking, um, seeing them break down still, um, hearing more of the actual footage from cockpits, from people calling home, um, yeah. all this sort of stuff, really. Um, so, But it's one of those things you just have to watch, really, because it's part of history. Um, so... That that's be, that is very good on um, on Netflix. Also, what have I watched? Money Heist new series is out. Only half of it though. Love I've never seen that. Money Heist. Yeah, I've started good. it once or twice and not loved it. Yeah, well, it's, these a lot of these things are like that. You have got to stick with it, and then you get yeah, then you get into it. Um, so that's that. Succession is starting on the eighteenth of October, series three. Oh my god. Yep. Oh my god, mate. Mm-hmm. Oh my good god. Um, Dad, Dad has told me to watch. He said, you've got to watch This Is Us and you've got to stick with it. And I turned it on and thought, oh my God, I've started this before. Mm. I got halfway through the first episode and I don't want to offend anyone here, but I was like, this is the cheesiest, almost the worst TV I've ever seen. I don't, I don't normally say stuff like that. I said to my girlfriend, I said, I, I actively hate this program. I hate it. I hate it. And you'll and never like, ever go. now trust Durders for a recommendation. No, well, they recommended me a couple of books and they are two of the best books I've ever read which pained me a little bit but I did love them Lord of the Flies no one's called oh. Perfume and one's called Golden Hill absolutely I remember brilliant. talking about Perfume before oh brilliant loved it mm. um, yeah um, okay so yeah look, can I, we, we, we've got to let people know as well Flats we're on Cameo now um, so we can do shout outs birthdays problem is problem is as soon as we went on Cameo I had Tom Biggs sending me messages saying, can't believe you've done a Victory Bogu, because Victory Bogu does clips on Cameo, mm. and it's like, I can't believe you're doing a Victor. And I was like, well, we're not doing a Victor, actually. Victor can do his own thing, and that's great. We're doing, you know, we want to help bloody people out. That's the difference, isn't it? You can have anything you want for a cost, basically, is what, is what we're saying. Have you seen the bloke, is it Martin something, but he does, like, he goes, get takes all his clothes off in his garden and does... Um, like he's just like a, like he looks uh, like a yeah, normal yeah. old man, and he's yeah, like yeah, a wee into a glass for you. If you Matthew want Bennett, to his head. Budgie's mate, that is. Is it? Yeah, but he will yeah. he will do all sorts of stuff. But it's not like, well, look how crazy I'm. He's like, hello, this is for Mark in Scarborough. <laughs> Happy twenty first. Um, have a good day. <laughs> mm, yeah, and he sort of poos Ooh. on his hand. You're like, bit, okay, bit nutty. Hey, this is really odd. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is really I'm, odd. Look again, you know, it's people are paying for a service, mate. I don't mind yep. doing that into your mouth. Yeah, but, yeah. okay. <laughs> No, onto my chest. I'm not an animal. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. look, all, all sorts has happened, Tommy. Um, yeah. I've, I've moved home. Um, I've got moved into an old house that needs a lot of work and I haven't started the work yet. Yes, and, an extender. And uh, an extender. <laughs> um, and had a baby and uh, life is touch wood. Um, appears to be approaching some sort of normality. The highlight show's gone, unfortunately. The Channel 5 highlight show's mm. gone. I think you should have started that tweet with great sadness. <laughs> <laughs> it's with great, I, I love that reply. Um, 
It's funny, well, like there's there's a lot of reaction to that on Twitter. People have replied a lot to Durders and me on that, and everyone's been lovely. But yeah. there are some people targeting, not targeting. They're basically saying, "Good old RFU ruining everything again." And it's like it's got nothing to do with the RFU. Absolutely. But give me a second series, you shit. Yeah, shites. <laughs> Uh, it's a weird thing because I mean actually it might come back if Prem Rugby do mm. um, get a deal over the line with one of the channels it, it might come back and Channel 5 do still want to do our live games there's no live games either so you're at this unusual point where for the first time in a very long time there is you can get all the highlights and the games full games and stuff on the Premiership Rugby website really quick but there is no Premiership Rugby on Terrestrial TV and it hasn't been that way for quite a long time and um, I expect I know that Prem Rugby will be very keen to remedy that so it's one of those things that might come back but for now it's like I've actually got I'm still commentating a lot and I'm you know doing or various bits and pieces doing Bath Newcastle this weekend that sort of stuff but it's almost like um, and I'm doing this new this new thing called the lowdown so I'm doing a Prem highlight show thing on a Sunday night just on my own but ultimately we you know we'd probably quite like the show back because we just have fun doing it but I do have like on Sunday, this next Sunday, I think I might have some mates coming around for a barbecue. And it's like, oh my mm. God, I haven't done that for years. I'm sort of waiting for a UK so, Gov petition to come through to get Durden <laughs> Smith and <laughs> Flatman back on TV. You get enough votes, you can take it to Parliament. Yeah, we need 48 votes. We're still on 27, guys. Come on. I'm going to take this to Congress. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, these, these podcasts are meant to be a little bit shorter. Uh, we sort of said we'll try and do like 30, 35 minutes because most people switch off after that. I'm guessing because either they've got to they've got to work, they finish their commute, or they're just doing a, a quick endurance. Is that right? People switch off. I mean, that's what I do. I get to about half an hour, 40 minutes, and I think I'm get where I'm going, and I never finish it. A quick endurance session maybe in the gym. Um, now, we'll go into the rugby shortly flats but Look, before Tommy, that yeah go on then you do your bit first go on then. before that i was gonna say have you seen the red card castro versus bordeaux yes. rhino peterson oh, rhino why do they call him rhino um yeah with a y chav i i thought it looked like <laughs> yeah exactly i thought it was like um it's someone who wants to do a massive hit but doesn't quite have the coordination to do it so he thinks you've got to jump into it like that it was like mm. you've never played rugby before but you're keen to kill somebody um, and be and be mad, and it's like that's what you've done. Except it's a pro player. It just looks so mal coordinated. It yeah, just it's like a lack of rugby intelligence. That yeah, it's probably a really bright guy off the field. A lot like Jamie Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was unbelievable. I I just love the launch. Yeah, it's like that, that's what I mean. He's it's launched himself like Michael Jordan from the free throw line doing a dunk. But it, it, that's someone who's never played the game before trying mm. to do a big hit. Yeah. Like, what are you doing, yeah. mate? That's not like how you Jamie do it. Roberts. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I have to right. say as well, um, Australia showing the lines up at the moment on yeah. how to play rugby. Yeah. I mean, it's great, it? yeah, it is great. But what a trick we missed there, hey? When I say I, we, I mean like the lines. Yeah. We lions. I, but I, I do, I do wonder if yeah, I think you're, that's exactly the right thing. Miss a trick. I really think you're mm. right, and I actually think that Quins plus Quins, Quins in England plus France plus Australia, obviously plus the All Blacks plus the way the Lions Springbok series went down. Mm. I actually think that law tweaks aside, that Lions series might end up being an absolute gift of a series because I think they're even the 
even the those Lions coaches will acknowledge that most people don't want to see that again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I quite enjoyed the series because it was Lions. dramatic and it was big Lions. But actually, mm. if you if you rewatch it, the rugby is just really quite boring most of the time. And you look at Gregor Townsend, you think that's surely not how he wanted to coach. No, um, he no get an agenda. Didn't no get the agenda. So you know, I think basically next to Finn Russell and Marcus Smith vying for spot the spot at 10 let's have it life is full of what ifs some awesome like what if ai could fold your laundry and some well less awesome like what if you have unexpected medical costs united healthcare can help get you covered with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans they supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Rugby time. Look, we don't look, we don't have to do every bloody game now. Well, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick one. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, Mostly. Well, solely because I watched it. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle Quinns yesterday. Well, I was going to pick that one. Oh. You and your four non blondes. Yeah. Um, that was a very good game, very enjoyable game. Um, I have to say now, previously, Flats, I would have said your 10 might be the most important person around a field to direct you, to put you in the right place, to lead you. But. I think a nine is more important than a ten. Tommy, I Tommy, really think do. about it. I really do. Think about this. I really do. On, I think a nine, not now. You get different tens, you get different nines, but when you get a nine, like a Danny Care, for instance, you know someone that, you know, if he he'll pass it to the ten, um, or he'll keep it in, or he'll box kick. You know, he just dictates the pace of the game. He dictates where you play. Takes if the ball goes wide or not. I think he's far more important to run another game for Quinns than any other player, even Marcus Smith. Marcus Smith okay. is great at making breaks. He's great at making decisions, but 
Danny Kerr dictates everything in that team and you get a few like it there's other there's, there's nines which are which are great as individuals but possibly don't have say the rugby knowledge um or iq that someone like danny care has you know you, you get lots of players like who are individually brilliant like a, a ben spencer for instance or a gareth davis yeah really good make loads of breaks all the time but you look at someone like danny care um he, or Aaron Smith, all blacks, quality players like that. Everything goes through them. Yeah, yeah. I I watch Danny Kerr and I think, bloody hell, he's still going. Mm. And you would not, you would not bet against him still being a first, maybe slash second choice player in the Premiership in five seasons' time. Yep. I mean. He moves so well, yep. and he's just one of those players that one knows what to do every almost every knows what to do all the time. Also, super confident, and also everything he, he his mind wants him to do, his body can do. Yep. He can do all of it. He does every single thing brilliantly, and he's a little tank. And you might just not have the think, top end speed I mean, still, but do you really need it? Yeah, but he still makes breaks. Yep. You don't really need it, and you, you, yep. I mean, you can get away without it. But I I think like if you look at a Quinn's winning the league is nice because it, it's. But if you think about the value that, in terms of, you know, if you owned a Premiership club, think about Mike Brown. I know he's left now, but think about Joe Marler. Think about Danny Care. You could argue that Danny Care has given more value. I can't think of a player who's given more value for longer. There might be Scott Brits, maybe there'll be. There will be others, right? Will but Carlin. There won't be many that have given more value to a Premiership club for so long. He is just consistently brilliant, and when his yep. form's dipped a bit. He's about a seven out of ten, and he had a. He described it as a shocker against Wasps in that epic game at the Stoop last season, where Quinn sort of turned a corner and they won, you know, a hundred and five, a hundred and four, or whatever it was. Mm. And it's like, well, everything didn't go perfectly. Dan Robson was amazing; he was better on the day. But Danny Kerr is in the middle of every single thing, you know. And you think, mm. uh, you're right. What a player! But also, I want to talk about. Um, I want to talk about you and Stevens, but first I want to talk about Adam Radwan. I really oh. like the Newcastle backline. Really, really like yep. it. Um, I like the midfield too, mm. um, big time. And I like, you know, Mike Brown's got to come in, but Penny at fullback, I really like as a counter attacker. He was good. Um, e- excellent player. And I, I don't think that, I don't think Mike Brown, which will be good for him at his age, and he's not old, but he's played a lot of rugby. I don't think he needs to play 80 minutes no. every week. I think actually they can swap a bit, which is great. Um, but Adam Radwan is so much more than a quick bloke. I, mean, I remember us talking about him when we did the Anglo-Welsh show for Channel 5 a few years ago. And yeah. he was always featuring in the games, scoring unbelievable tries. But you're right, his work rate's really good. Um, he reads the game well. His pace and his acceleration, wow. As was Ewan Stevens, Colin Stevens' is some. Yeah. Um, probably could have done a little bit better to finish off a try. It was an amazing tackle mind in the corner. Um, it wasn't Lewis Line. I'm not sure who who got him. Uh, was it Tyrone Green that got Tyrone him? Tyrone Green, remember. I think. But it, yeah. you feel like if if you and Stevens had just put that ball straight back inside, yeah, sort of off the cuff, it yeah. would have worked. But that's a hell of a pass to it, make. It that would have been the play of the weekend. It, it was, but it was. He looked really sharp as well, considering you know that was his debut against the champions. Um, you know, it bodes well for the rest of the season. Hopefully, you know, should he stay fit, I hope he does. Um, so that was good. Esther Hazen as well. Really impressed with with Esther Hazen. His distribution skills were good through a couple yeah. of nice passes, but he's such a big bloke that he gives 
a real good platform for Quinns. And, you know, Quinns, often you look at, say, big 12s, and you think, well, we can't play that expansive game when you've got such a lump at 12 who's really just going to carry for you. But they can because Quinns have got Danny Care. They've got quality outside them as well, like elusive players, players that are able to create space and not just hit lines. Yeah. So they keep the ball alive. And Esther Hayes actually suits how Quinns want to play because he gives them so much quick front football. Players just yeah. couldn't deal with him as as um, Exeter couldn't deal with Nandolo at the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, you've got, you kind of, you need, you need the weapons, but you need the means yeah. to deploy them as well, don't you? If you've got like, I always think if you've got a freak tight head prop who just marmalizes people in the scrum, like you had Julian White yeah. for years, it's like, well, he is going, definitely going to get a chance to do that. So he is going to get 10 or 15 chances chances to marmalise you. You can have an amazing winger that you don't see. Didn't see Cheslin Colby for two tests. You know, you can, but you can have a great centre that you don't see too much of. Yeah. You need the right nine. You need the right 10. To, you need those guys to do their job. And then you look at Nandolo and you think, I mean, Marcus Smith, George Ford, same thing at the line, really. Both, both as good as each other. You might, I might even say George Ford might even be better at the line with those delayed passes. Mm. or the, uh, Very close. But you wouldn't, there's no one better for Nandolo to, you know, off, you know, for Nandolo to work off than George Ford on the front foot because yeah. he, you know, yes, there are decoy runners. I think it's George Martin that was outside Nandolo pulling defenders away. It meant that it only, it couldn't be a two-on-one because they'd leave a hole um, and he just smacked straight through Joe Simmons, didn't he? But yeah. Christ, like it, you, you, you still need to put him away is my point. Having him there is, yeah. having a sprinter on the wing is not good enough. You need to use him. Yeah, you still need to put him through the the right holes and, and still trying to, you know, all you want is a one-on-one, like you said. Um, I still look at Esther Hayes and I think you're probably going to get two reds throughout the season at some stage. Yeah. Pure, purely for defensively. Um maybe a high elbow he's got that in him but we saw it last year but he was really good the weekend as was uh freddie stewart for leicester well here's the thing this is what i'm thinking boy yeah go on freddie stewart is evidently immense right Right. he is going to be your touch wood he stays fit he is going to play 200 games for leicester tigers right he he has just got it you can just tell under the high ball he's composed and all that Mm. i wonder if there's because he's he obviously he's a big man he's like six four six five he's a big man i wonder if there's a bit of like squat and deadlift work behind the scenes he's doing to give him a bit more beast strength in those legs because i and i wonder if that'll give him an extra yard of pace because i watch him and i think he is the full ticket except he's and he probably hates people saying this already he doesn't i could be wrong he doesn't seem to be super quick whereas i watch northampton and I watched George Furbank yeah. and okay, he's not, he, you wouldn't rely on him like you would rely on Freddie Stewart. He doesn't feel like a rock at 15 yet, but man can he attack. Mm. And you wonder if he's going to end up being the next, he was amazing on, he was amazing at the yeah. weekend. You wonder if he's going to end up being the next Nick Abendon and he just shreds people for fun, but never gets picked for England because he's not as good under the high ball or something like that, you know. Ben Foden-esque sort of thing. A yeah, bit. Foe's got loads of caps, but then you've, but you know, is Freddie got, Stewart going to be the new yeah. Mike Brown? Yeah, uh, certainly that try that uh, Northampton scored, where they hit the middle and came back, was real nice. Yeah, wasn't it? Furbank ball out through. the back from Tom Wood, lovely. Yeah, really well done. Um, after quite a big solid hit in the midfield as well, but yeah, it was uh, Northampton looked good. 
Uh, so you pick a game. You pick the next game. I thought um, I thought Friday night was yeah. amazing because. Well, for lots of reasons. The, the main reason is that no, no one expected that result and no one outside the Saris change room expected that. And, you know, we, I did this, um, yeah, this highlights clip. I filmed this highlights thing with Prem Rugby last night at home and it's like they show you the clips of the Saris game and I did say that this, this is a deceiving clip because the clip opens with Lozovsky's grubber through for Lewington. Mm. That is a beautiful try, beautifully executed. And it's really, really nice. But that is the most fun Saris had for an hour and a half. The rest of it was... Line speed, pressure, basics, yep. Yep. set piece, defence, collide. It was proper old school Saris before they started adding the layers mm. and layers of beautiful attack. Wolfpack-esque, and wasn't it? Was it? Like, yeah, and you know, you might not like it, but they're in the winning business and I thought they were mega impressive. And Austin said before kickoff, with all they've done and all they've spent and the way, you know, and all that, Bristol should be favourites for the Premiership. They they are probably favourites. I don't know if I do feel like they're favourites, and but I do feel like Bristol have got to go and win this thing this season or next season, or you feel like that wave yeah. might, you know, that they're crest of a wave almost at the moment because they've got rock stars everywhere, but you think that might, I hope it doesn't, that might dilute a little bit. Or the investment know. might not come, you know, after a certain amount of time. You know, you're, people are only willing maybe, to put money in maybe, for I, I, a certain maybe, amount of time. Maybe, I mean... But yeah, you look at Bristol, I, I, like 169 passes. Saracens had 67. That tells you a lot about the game. Um, yeah. Bristol made 71 yeah, tackles. Saracens made 130. Yeah. Um, but Lozowski's grubber was brilliant, right? Not only was it a good kick, but the the best kicks are the ones which aren't pre-planned. That wasn't pre-planned at all. He just looked up instinctively put it through just talent yeah, yeah. really good um, solid, he's unbelievably solid in defence we know that kicked off the tee well I think bar one but there wasn't much else to shout about don't forget Bristol have got um, semi Radradra to come back in um, yeah but mate Saris have got all their Lions true they got, they got seven or eight first like, proper first choice players that would walk into the team to come back like that was half their first team yeah yeah I get that um, I mean like Friggin' hell. I mean, they. It's, it's only one game in. I mean, who knows? But you watch after one round, you think, uh, they could win the league. I guess, you know, they look so hard to beat. But then it's a bit like the box, mate. It's a bit like, well, how are you going to play against that? And Bristol, Bristol kicked, you know, have traditionally the last couple of seasons have just flung it and gone. Mm. They kicked so much ball on Friday night. And I yeah. can't help thinking to myself, I know the percentages tell you that's going to make you more likely to win. But against these teams that are so good at that game, it makes you feel like, shouldn't you just try and shred them from everywhere? But they have to kick you know, as well. A lot against Sar- well, Saracens force you to kick a lot against them because defensively they're so good. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. Um, yeah. It was quite quiet really from Euron and Sheedy, 9 and 10, didn't really create too much around them. Charles Piatau, that step was just brilliant. Oh my God. Actually, oh my God. Saris did, Saris did really well not to commit to tackles when I think it was um, Harry Thacker. He puts, I'm not sure he puts down the left. It was a brilliant pass, mind. Like his no look pass on down the left, but Sarri's actually do really well to keep alive. And I think it's a last minute ditch tackle. And then Billy Vanapola comes over and wipes everyone out into touch. But that's right. Yeah. They were defensively on point Sarri's. Um I wonder, I wonder, I wonder what if, this um, yeah. new 50, 20 rule is going to be like. Because well, we it, yeah. it, it should 
it should theoretically create more space because um, players are, are so wary of it. We saw a couple, we saw Lewis Liner put a lovely kick in because wingers are going to have to drop a lot more. 15s are going to have to drop a lot more. So there might be more space out wide in those wider channels if you can get the ball there or because a 15 is going to be so deep, there's going to be a lot of space behind for uh, the attacking kickovers because you know, nine tends not to sweep anymore. Nine's normally out the blocks first defensively in defensive line, either holding the blind yeah. or, or flying out as first receiver, uh, first defender. So I think it's going to be a good rule. I really do. I think it's going to create more space and you know it's, it's going to be harder to defend against, which means it should favour the attacking team. I reckon ended by the end of the season we'll be saying, yeah, it's been fine. There've been some good kicks. Owen Williams was the best kick. I mean, his kick was a beauty um, at the weekend for Worcester. Um, me and as well put a nice one in, but from nine, which is unusual, but it basically box kicked it from nine fifty twenty. It's a fifty twenty two. Yeah. It's amazing kick. But yeah. um, but I I reckon in a year from now we'll be saying, nah. Sorry, I mean, has it has it made a massive difference? Not really. It is. I I. I wonder if it's just going to encourage teams to kick more, which a, a beautiful kick is great to watch, but I don't know if it will. nine out of 10 kicks are boring, mate. I don't know if it will, because I think they'll be heavily guarded behind. I think defensively yeah, teams will be too so. worried. Uh, I think Willie Hines is going to be great for Worcester. Worcester Wasn't he good? Wow, well, yeah. Yeah, we've got John Thomas there, head coach. Good mate of mine. You know, you just, you want your mates to do well, basically, don't you? Um, in life. Yeah, as you know, like work. you and I are completely... We've well, made we, it. We want we we made no. We're completely neutral. Like you know, we don't lose sleep. Whoever wins or loses games, but there are some people that you want to succeed. Like yeah, I want Stuart Hooper to succeed. I want Alex Anderson. I want John Thomas. I want them to win things. You know, um, they won't all win things, but you want them to do well. So I think that's okay. And when it, um, when it doesn't happen, they'll forget about it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as, as long as when they're crap, we say so. Then we're allowed to say we want them to win. <laughs> I think I think that's the rule. Um, oh, by the way, I started watching Help. I haven't finished it yet. Um, Got a um, record. Is that Stephen Graham? Oh, mate, yeah. But it's not. I forget. I know his. I forget the, act, the actor's name is Oppo. The female who's in Killing Eve. I've forgotten her name now. Mm. Oh my god, she is. Oh my god, mate, she's good. Okay. He. I read an interview with Stephen Graham, and he said, "Watch Help," because. He said, I'm in it a bit, but she's in it. And mm. as soon as I work with her first, so we've got to do something together. And she is unbelievable, boy. Like, oh my God, so good. Like, literally better than him. <laughs> and he's the daddy. Okay. Like, I, she's brilliant. You've got to watch it. I will do. Um, that'll do us, shall it? Yeah. That'll Happy do us, boy. That. It's good to do us, lad. Hey, well done to you. All right? Yeah. Well, good to be back, everyone. Um, yeah. yeah. Review us. Give us five stars. Book us for a cameo appointment. Anything you want. <laughs> yeah. We're available. Do a wee in the garden. Do a wee in a pint glass in the garden. <laughs> a wild wee. All right, guys, keep well, going, yeah. For God's sake. Yeah, for God's sake, go keep on. going. I know you like to finish. If you don't, who ruddy will? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.